This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. I was wearing the wrong foundation shade for years and no one told me. Thanks, guys. Then I discovered Il Maquillage, the bold new beauty brand using AI to shade match. Their best-selling Woke Up Like This foundation has 50,000 five-star reviews and is a total game-changer for my glow-up. Plus, it's cruelty-free. You can even try before you buy at home for 14 days, risk-free. Take the quiz and get your shade of flawless at ilmakiage.com slash quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz. This is a download from BBC Learning English. To find out more, visit our website. News Review from BBC Learning English. Hello and welcome to News Review, the program where we show you how to use the language from the latest news stories in your everyday English. I'm Dan and joining me today is Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Dan. So what's our story about? Story today, Dan, is about a falling currency. Okay, let's hear more from this BBC World Service bulletin. A White House economic adviser has said the Trump administration is monitoring the financial situation in Turkey very closely, following the dramatic falls in its currency. Kevin Hassett said the sell-off could not have been prompted by additional US tariffs on Turkish steel and aluminium exports, as the sector made up only a tiny part of Turkey's economy. President Erdogan has accused the United States of stabbing his country in the back. So, Turkey's currency, the lira, has experienced a number of sharp decreases in value very recently. Now, Turkey is saying that the United States is has responsibility for this because the United States has recently began to control Turkish steel and aluminium ex- exports from Turkey into America. The US says this is not their responsibility because this industry is only a small part of um, Turkey's economy, um, but they're worried about the situation. They're monitoring it closely. And these worries are extending further because other countries are now worrying that similar um, currency crises are going to happen to them. So there's a lot of panic and fear around this situation. I see. Okay, and we've got three words and expressions that they people can use to talk about this situation. What have we got for them? We have textbook, jitters and overblown. Textbook, jitters and overblown. Okay, let's have a look at our first headline then, please. Yeah, we have the Times. The headline is Emerging Markets Head for Textbook Currency Crisis. Textbook. Perfect example of something. Now, I thought textbooks were the things that you get in schools. They are. They're books with information about particular topics. You look at the information, you learn from it. And one of the ways you learn from this information is because textbooks have kind of classic examples of situations in that particular area. So a textbook example is a classic example, a perfect example, a very good example. This headline is saying that there may be a textbook currency crisis in different markets. I see. Um, So it would be like a classic currency crisis. But 
this current, I mean, a currency crisis is generally considered to be a bad thing. So does that mean that the word textbook is bad or neutral? Or No, it, you can use it in a range of situations, whether good or bad. In this case, yes, potentially a very bad situation. But um, I believe you had a good experience on the football field the other day. Uh, well, I mean, Rob, Neil and I were having a kick around the other day. Rob passed it over. It was a textbook pass. Then uh-huh. I volleyed it into the top quarter of the goal. It was a textbook volley and finally a textbook goal celebration arms out screaming like a lunatic so yeah it's pretty good very modest you are yes <laughs> so text a text you can have a textbook currency crisis you can textbook disaster you can have a textbook goal you can have a textbook party you can have something can, so textbook as an adjective can describe something being very good or very bad but it's a classic example well thank you very much for that explanation it was textbook. Thank you too. All right, let's move on to our next headline then, please. Okay, so now the Times of Israel, Turkey promises to calm market jitters over Lira nosedive. Jitters, feelings of nervousness or anxiety. That's a very interesting jitters. Yes. Jitters. What's that about? Yes. Jitters is a noun. We use it in the plural almost always. Um, jitters relate to movement. Um, if you can't sit still or be comfortable, if you're anxious or nervous and you move around a lot. You've got ants in your pants. Ants in your pants. You've got the jitters uh. or you have the jitters or something is giving you the jitters. We often use the, but you could say it gives me jitters. Hmm. Um so it's related it's, to nervousness, huh? Yes. Like you might do before an exam? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Any anxiety and worry and nervousness, yes, before a speech, before an exam. Um, wedding jitters. Wedding That's jitters. Quite a common one. Yes. Mm. First date jitters. Um, exam jitters. It's a really useful word to describe nervousness and anxiety. Okay. So hang on a second. We can get the jitters. Yeah. Or something can give you yep. the jitters. So, or you, you can have the jitters. Or you can have the jitters. So when do you get the jitters? Uh, I get the jitters before exams. Yeah. Yes. I think that's pretty common. Very stressful. Okay. So, oh, hang on a minute. I've just been reminded of a dance. <laughs> the jitterbug. That's it. Yeah. Why is it called the jitterbug? Because you move around a lot, yes. Uh, Jump, jumping all over the place. A very fast and exciting dance, yes. Quite cool. old-fashioned. I'm surprised you know it, Dan. Hey, it's a classic dance. It's a textbook Textbook dance. dance cool. The jitterbug. Right. Let's move on to our third and final headline then, please. Okay. So now we have Financial Times. Turkey contagion fears are overblown. Overblown, made more important than it should be. I see over, I see blown, but I don't understand. (laughs) I will explain. So um, let's look at blown first. Blown means it's to do with air. If you Mm -hmm. think if you've got a balloon, you put air in more and more and more. It gets bigger and bigger, but actually inside there's just air, nothing. If you overblow something, you make it seem more important than it really is. More important, more serious, more dangerous, more powerful. But in reality, it's not that bad. Okay, so the idea of too much comes from the prefix over. Yes. Like overcooked is cooked too much. Yes. So overblown is made too well, too much it, air. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. It means exaggerated. Oh, okay, yes. if okay. If you exaggerate something, you overblow it. So we usually use it in terms of fears 
or worries. You can have an overblown story, an overblown report, an mm-hmm. over an overgrown overblown concern. But you can also have an overblown sense of self, no? I don't know anybody who I don't know anybody like that either. <laughs> who has an overblown sense of self, meaning you think you're more important than you really are. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um now, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but we also use the expression to make a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah, absolutely. And it's got a really, it's a lovely expression that means to overblow something. If you okay. make a mountain out of a molehill, a mole is a little animal that lives underground and makes small piles of earth. Mm-hmm. And if you make that sound really important and a complete disaster, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. Great I see. expression. I often think that uh, a lot of reality TV uh, is, well, not making a mountain of a molehill, but it's blown out of proportion or yeah. overblown. Yes. Because it's made more important than it actually... I mean, I personally, I don't watch reality You don't TV. care about I hairstyles and not bothered who's at all. dating who. Nope. It's all don't overblown. Mind. It's all overblown. Well, I quite like it. Ah, well, one man's food is another man's poison. All woman's. <laughs> <laughs> So before we recap our vocabulary, let's go to our social media challenge. Now, this morning we posted, complete the idiom, stab someone in the mm. And this, of course, relates to a phrase which was used by President Erdogan in relation to the United States. The options were A, foot, B, head, or C, back. How do they do, Catherine, and what does it mean? Well, if you stab someone in the back, you betray them. They thought you thought they were their friend, then they do something that makes you realise they're actually your enemy. Um, we had a really good response, Dan. You didn't catch many people with this. So Instagram, Shreyanka, Facebook, Agustin on Twitter. Ruth said back with question marks. Ruth, no question marks necessary. Be you confident, got it right. Ruth. That's yes. right. Stab someone in the back. Thank you very much. Okay, could you please recap the vocabulary for us? Yes, we had. Textbook, perfect example of something. Jitters, feelings of nervousness or anxiety. Overblown, made more important than it should be. Thank you very much. Now, if you'd like to test yourself on today's vocabulary, there is a quiz that you can take on our website. That is bbclearningenglish.com. It is a textbook website and not in the least bit overblown, nor will the quizzes give you jitters. There are also loads of videos and other resources for you to improve your English by. Thank you very much for joining us and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. News Review from BBC Learning English.